course I know that mm-hmm. um, because it is such a universal truth. Yeah. But it's it actually takes conscious effort to make sure that you're you're living from that space, yes. right? Yes. But can transform you and your relationships. Man, just try and live one of the agreements mm-hmm. as much as you can and it changes your life. Yeah. In positive ways. All right. I'm super excited to talk about this today. Um, I've been recommending this book to patients for many years. So I'm I'm stoked that we're talking about the four agreements. Mm-hmm. Now, I know there's actually an updated version, apparently, called the five agreements. But And I haven't read it, but mm-hmm. I know the four is pretty powerful. So that's what we're going to stick to today. True. I've actually, I mean, I, I read the book years and years, uh, 15 years ago, mm-hmm. probably. Yep. And I've not just recommended it, but I think I've given away 10 versions or 10 copies of it Mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. It has helped every single relationship I've had Mm -hmm. to become way better at communicating and understand each other. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. I mean, we're going to talk about it, but they're so simple. I know. But actually really require to be conscious. Oh, man. When most people read it, they're like, ah, like, yeah, of course I know that. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it is such a universal truth. Yeah. But it's it actually takes conscious effort to make sure that you're you're living from that space, yes. right? Yes. But can transform you and your relationships. Man, just try and live one of the agreements mm-hmm. as much as you can, and it changes your life. Yeah. In positive ways. I mean, beautifully profound, like amazing. I love it. You know, um, we're going to talk about just the first uh, mm-hmm. the first agreement, and then you know we'll go on to some other ones, but. Uh, the first one is be impeccable with your word. Mm-hmm. One thing about this book, though, is you you have to read it. You can't yeah. just read the agreements in short form and understand, try to yes. know what. Well, getting examples, he's good at. Um, and so we are talking about the book of four agreements. Yes. Um, so, you know, reading that and understanding, it's like any book, right? It gives you better context. It gives you stories so that you can understand it at a deeper level than just hearing it, right? Mm-hmm. But hopefully we're going to dive into enough that you're going to get a good understanding uh, today just by listening to it. So right. let's talk about it. For the first agreement, you're right, uh, be true or uh, be impeccable with your word. So tell me, Crystal, mm. what does that mean to you? Oh, man. Well, you know, it, I, first of all, it, it again, I guess it comes back to what we were talking about in a different podcast was um, honesty and authenticity. Mm-hmm. You can't be impeccable with your word when you don't know what your word is. Right. What, where you come from, mm-hmm. what your foundation is and, and who you are and what you believe and feel mm-hmm. in the, in the moment. So f- number one is, uh, you know, living from that place of truth. But I think as, you know, as you, as I looked into the book and, and have read and read and mm-hmm. read the, the, chapters I guess impeccability with your word is also um, not participating in a sharing of information Mm -hmm. that would perpetuate an untruth right so I always say that even right now like lately I'm like you know okay somebody say oh did you know what the government did or do you know what's going on and Mm -hmm. I was like so who told you that right like where did you get the information Mm -hmm. you know the otherwise it's gossip well yeah otherwise you're the person Mm -hmm. is 
regurgitating information that isn't actually true, which is not mm-hmm. being impeccable mm-hmm. with what's coming from you. Right. And uh, if you can own it, if mm-hmm. you can, whatever's coming from you, whether that's, and I, I'd like to actually say not even word verbally, mm-hmm. like our communication physically. Mm-hmm. You know, are we congruent? Right with who we truly are mm-hmm. right so it's interesting because there's i've referred the book uh, a lot of times to people and i'll say listen you have to <laughs> i did this to my nephew one time so my nephew started living with me when he was 19 came out to go to college and he lived with me for a couple of years and I, we had a deal <laughs> and uh he's 19 right mm-hmm. and he's like i don't know six foot something like that mm-hmm. And I, I, I was back and forth to Kelowna and I, between Calgary and Kelowna. And so I'd come back every couple of weeks and I come back and I said, well, I said, Dalton, uh, I'll make you a deal. I said, I'll buy all the meat, all the food from Costco. That's a big ask at 19. Oh, like, I know. He's going to eat a lot of meat. It's true. <laughs> $400 a month at least, <laughs> you know, he had cheap rent and I was like, I'll, I'll pay for all the, the meat, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here's the deal. Well, here's, I'm going to recommend a couple books. And in between, I will go get, we'll go grocery shopping if you've read the book and you can actually tell me about the chapter. Mm. And one, awesome. of the, one of the books was The Four Agreements. Mm-hmm. Well, what was awesome was he was doing it. Yeah. And I loved it. It's like, yeah. and he's, and then of course he's re- refer- referring to other people saying, hey, the, you know, people don't do this and mm-hmm. man, how do you do it when they don't and that right. kind of thing. And, but it backfired on me a couple of times because of course... Knowing it and living it are two different things. Right. And what I loved about it is that he had the love for me and the confidence to say, hey, Angie Crystal, you're not being impeccable with your word. Right. (laughs) I'm like, "Ah." shoot. Well, and I I mean, I love that. I mean, he's 19. The book's really accessible because it isn't like a really long read. And and, and it is concepts that most people are like, oh, yeah, that makes total sense because it's just speaking truth. Um. And, you know, to see somebody at that age be able to grasp some of those concepts, especially, I think that's an age where you just want to fit in and you just want to belong. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know, you're you feel really figuring yourself out at that stage. Mm-hmm. So it's easier to sometimes go along with a, a narrative or a, a conversation, even if in your heart you don't agree with it. Mm-hmm. So what's actually interesting about this being impeccable with your word is sometimes it's actually not saying anything. True. Sometimes the most impeccable thing you can do is keep your mouth shut. Yeah, not participate. Exactly. Yeah. You know, if you don't, if they aren't um, able to hear what you have to say mm-hmm. and for you to speak truth, that actually could be the healthiest thing you can do in that yeah. situation, right? Um, and it's not, you know, it's not for you or or anybody else to try and change somebody either. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's one thing if they ask you for advice and say, hey, what do you think about this? Then you can be honest about that. Mm-hmm. But if, True. if you're trying to impart wisdom or, mm-hmm. you know, your insight onto something, you know, that's really not receptive, mm-hmm. you're not actually doing anybody any favors. True. Yeah, true. And that's an interesting part. It's not just what we say, but when we say it. Yeah. Um, that I think is sometimes overlooked. It's like, Mm -hmm. okay, well, I'm just going to be really mindful. I'm not going to say harmful things or rude things or, you know, but it's also sometimes not saying anything. Right. Yeah. And I think also, um, I would say in conversations, uh, having a boundary around not even participating in conversations that aren't congruent with your truth, Mm -hmm. you know, that it just reminds me of, of, 
me being able to be impeccable means that I can't actually participate in certain types of conversations or certain mm-hmm. types of information. Mm-hmm. Like, no, that that's not impeccable for me. That's not mm-hmm. right for me. And I can't, you know, I'm not interested in being exposed to that information. Right. Right. So it's interesting because the word impeccable, if you just, if you don't understand it in this context is, um, f- can be misconstrued as perfect, I guess, mm-hmm. or, or being right. 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 Or yeah. being, you know, my word being mm-hmm. correct, mm-hmm. but it's really not. There's a lot, so much more to mm-hmm. it. It's like honoring. It's yeah. Yeah, in, in integrity it's you know it means so much more mm-hmm. honesty authenticity yeah. um respect yeah it, you know it covers so many more words than, than so just being right yeah give me an example give me an example of uh, in in a place in your life where maybe you've been challenged on it or where that you find it most difficult oh i think you know being a parent is <laughs> number one challenge right. you you know there's moments where it's like <laughs> Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, where there's like my words have power and yeah. because I am, you know, especially when they're young, I'm their world, right? Mm-hmm. So my like anytime there's an authority over somebody, your words have so much more power. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is why we see things in the world go crazy when whether it's government or a boss, you yeah. know, does something inappropriate because it's mm-hmm. they have a certain degree of of respect and and you put a lot of faith in that person. Mm-hmm. So when they don't come from that true, honest place, which mm-hmm. I'm not perfect and sometimes I'm frazzled and I, you know, yell at my kids or like, you know, and and, mm-hmm. you know, there's moments like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. But, you know, truth is because my my words have so much more strength mm-hmm. because of who I am in their lives. Right. So, you know, it can be as simple as you know, just like, oh, you never clean your room or, oh, you know, you're so messy. You know, I'm declaring Mm -hmm. words over her. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and so, and that becomes part of your psyche. Like, you know, I would, that concept of, you know, sticks and stones or break our bones, but names will never hurt Mm -hmm. us. I mean, the truth is that's so opposite. Mm -hmm. You can mend a, a, a broken bone or a wound, but you know, wounds of the heart, wounds of, um, you know, whether it's be rejection or, um, you know, any form of judgment, um, a hurt or, you know, that's, that's a lot harder to recover from, mm-hmm. um, especially when it's people close to us. So being impeccable with our word is just also, it's like being incredibly conscious about mm-hmm. what level of influence I have over these people mm-hmm. or this person or this situation. And know that what I say has a lot more weight. Mm-hmm. So I better be very conscious about what I'm saying, how mm-hmm. I'm saying it. Where it's coming from, I you know, the emotion behind words too, right? Intent and emotion. Mm-hmm. But I think also, you know, in, in that context, words, impeccable words are so powerful from a positive perspective. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know? Both oh, ways, man. right? And I mean, it's tenfold on the positive mm-hmm. side of mm-hmm. things. Um, the other thing too is, you know, when you talk about names will never hurt me in that phrase, I think to myself on one hand, you know, broken bones and physical stuff is one thing, but we have an option as a conscious human being, as we become conscious, um, to not accept words that aren't incongruent with Mm -hmm. us. So when I think, yeah, names will never hurt me yet. It's true if I'm conscious to not let them 
right. not me take them on. I mean, that'll segue into one of the other agreements, That's which right. is don't take things personally. So, um, but still the impact that we do have, mm-hmm. you know, when we don't come from a place right. that's impeccable. Well, and it's part of, you know, as the receiver of that, mm-hmm. you know, of the receiving of maybe angry words or judgment or whatever, you're right. We have conscious choice, whether we are essentially in agreement with it or not. Yes, yeah. So I'm going to take it on or I'm not going to take it on. Yeah. But as the deliverer, that's where it's really about, but I have my accountability too. So yes, each person has accountability in that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, depending on our, how much support we've had and how old we are and how mature we are and, you know, how much work Mm -hmm. we've done, Mm -hmm. we're going to be able to do that better than, than others. Right. But, um, it's so, it's it's interesting to be able to see that dynamic. It's actually taking accountability on both sides. Right. (laughs) I just thinking about some experiences I've had with people who've read the book. Dalton was one thing. And then my brother Dax is the other. And yeah, I'm throwing him under the bus right now. And, uh, he, I, I mean, he started reading the book and he was in a place phase and stage in his life where he's just soaking this stuff up. And, um, you know, he, he took, the the impeccable with your word and you know not gossiping about people Mm -hmm. and whatever so seriously that I couldn't even have a conversation with him I'm like Dax so so and so blah 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 he's like yep I'm like no tell me like tell me what they said well no I'm not why would I do that I'm like oh just have a conversation with me (laughs) you know you don't have to be like so right. passive aggressive right. <laughs> how much of our conversation is actually not even about us right right yeah truthfully yeah um and that we've just become accustomed to it takes a lot more effort to be like i'm only going to say things if it's authentically from me right right yeah um it was, well it's good though that is good yeah. i love i love that agreement i think that yeah. you know just working on that one alone um like you said transformation across the board in all your relationships yeah um so let's dive into number two sounds good not taking things personally right number two (laughs) so we kind of already segued a little bit into that because it is the receiving of what is being given to you yeah are you going to make that about you or not right man this is a fun one to actually practice and Mm -hmm. and it is it is actually constantly just practicing that I think um and it gets easier and easier over the years you know and it it allows a person to be uh just immune immune to the emotional I would Mm -hmm. say the emotional reactions that other people actually have that Mm -hmm. have nothing to do with Mm -hmm. with me or you right right the person who's actually the recipient of it right um, and it's really fun over time to be able to actually just be, uh, be a, the observer. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, having someone, uh, have a reaction or, or say something that is judgmental or whatever mm-hmm. it is. It's like, oh, oh, I can see the mirror reflection, mm-hmm. reflection of that in them. Mm-hmm. Like, oh man, it make, gives, you know, for me, it actually creates more compassion and empathy. I'm like, right. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. I mean, and obviously the closer a person is delivering that, you know, the harder sometimes it can be because we're more intimate, we're more personal. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, it's interesting too, because when you don't respond, Mm -hmm. you know, they're looking for a response, (laughs) (laughs) right? They're looking for you to justify what they just said. (laughs) And if you don't respond, you know, 
you get a totally different reaction. Oh yeah. Sure. Um, you know, when people are like, Oh, I don't know how to change anything. I'm like change yourself, change yeah. your response. Because yeah. if you're not going to give them that response they're looking for mm-hmm. unconsciously, mm-hmm. then it totally changes it the argument it. or the yeah. situation because it takes two. Yes. It, it always takes two. Yeah. And even just our trigger and our reaction to it mm-hmm. is still participating. Mm-hmm. Right. So it is, I mean, it takes that awareness to be like, no, not going there. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to jump in that pool with you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and we're not going there. And, um, and really identifying, I mean, it's sometimes harder to do it in the moment, mm-hmm. but I think really helpful to, I recommend often to my patients, you know, if you're struggling with something, write down, first of all, like, what is it going on in your head? Like, Mm -hmm. what is the story you're telling yourself? Mm -hmm. And write down all the nitty gritty, like, Mm -hmm. you know, if you, I say the more that you wouldn't want somebody to read it, the more accurate you're being. Yeah, true. Um, And just write down that story while they hurt me because of this and, you know, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. right? And then you go back and you say, okay, what did I take personally here? Yeah. Because sometimes we can't see it when we're in it. But when we write it down and we see this kind of more objective um, scenario, Mm -hmm. right? We can be, okay, where did I take something that wasn't mine to take? Like Mm -hmm. I didn't have to own that. I didn't Mm -hmm. have to agree with them Mm -hmm. that I'm lazy or I'm whatever that, you know, conversation was. And we start to free ourselves and we start to actually take some responsibility in it Mm -hmm. because it's very easy to just blame, oh, it's all them, they're mean, they're awful, whatever. But if we start to say, oh, like I didn't, I could have said, no, that's not okay. Or I could have just not had the conversation or I could have been like, hmm, that's interesting that you have that opinion, Mm -hmm. right? I didn't have to engage in it. Mm -hmm. Um, But sometimes it actually, I find with this one works a bit better maybe to start in hindsight so looking back at situations and saying okay what did I take personally and getting used to that so that in the moment you can have more of that objectivity right you know actually kind of segues off too I was just thinking we always we always think about not taking things personally when it comes to a negative Mm -hmm. you know and a negative impact that somebody's having on you but it's also don't take things personally when it comes to a positive judgment. Mm. It's mm-hmm. like don't let your, you know, that the less we have our ego involved in our interactions right. from, uh, you know, even complimenting or, mm-hmm. wow, that's great, or or even, you know, I'm, I'm involved with a lot of people who are quite um, in high impactful uh, influential positions. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people say, well, how can you actually, are you not nervous? Are you not, uh, you know... Um, you know, starstruck or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I, you know, because I, I don't take that presence, that person, their position personally. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have, it's not a, a reflection of me. Right. There is no comparison mm-hmm. uh, where there's no competition, no comparison. So even in a positive reflection, mm-hmm. even if it's not directed at me, mm-hmm. um, you know, to, to let the, judgment of things mm-hmm. whether it's positive negative negative be neutral mm-hmm. allows you to be free of free and uh you know more objective in your choices and your participation in, in that relationship mm-hmm. in that circumstance um now don't get me wrong we're not talking about a perfect human here mm-hmm. for me you know <laughs> like i'm definitely definitely not perf- perfect and it's and i love just going back to it's practicing mm-hmm. you know it's constantly Always. practicing every circumstance every person every mm-hmm. scenario is 
different impacts us in different ways and triggers us in different ways and uh you know and then even to be able to come back and and say listen I took that personally and it was my place to take personally it's not mine yeah and let's start over yeah. you know let's challenge how it. many conflicts could be resolved just by that right right yeah it's inc- you know I get that sometimes in my office where you know patients will come in and say well you know what's your success rate with whatever disease or mm-hmm. you know autoimmunity or Lyme disease or um and I'm like first of all how a patient does is not mine right I don't take that that's you know whether it's positive or negative I'm here to facilitate healing yeah it's not my healing right um and that goes both ways where yeah. people are like I just oh you did you you know you've really helped me I'm like well I've supported you but you actually that, that's all you yes <laughs> yeah exactly um yeah and so that it does work both ways yeah, and I and I can see in professions you know where the ego is well it's based on your performance or you're based on you know how people perceive you that you know there's the desire to have the positive there Mm -hmm. right and so we're really dependent on that Um, but if we're just like I'm here I'm showing up and I'm and I'm doing the best I can Mm -hmm. and whatever happens outside of my realm and sphere of influence and control that's not up to me mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and really releasing that because mm-hmm. that also releases the people to be able right. to actually own it too you know it's funny because i'm just thinking about i'm like okay where can i sh- you know share an example or where can i ask you to share an mm-hmm. example um man i mean there's there's a thousand moments in a day that mm-hmm. we can say that we have to practice this but um right now and more importantly what's going on in our world today the the pitching everybody against each other and mm-hmm. random strangers coming up and being mad, mm-hmm. you know, you know, it really, there's, it's like, whoa, you, there's a massive practice right now mm-hmm. of not taking someone else's emotion, their judgment, their look at you, their, their difference of opinion, their whatever, mm-hmm. personally at all. Right. And what I'm finding it, in, I guess, because I've practiced this a lot, when I'm walking around, I, I can easily respond objectively because I don't take what they said mm-hmm. personally. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with me. Right. So I can come back to them with a compassionate, considerate, usually, mm-hmm. unless they catch me in a wrong moment, um, mm-hmm. response mm-hmm. that ideally will help them right. to see things more objectively. Right. Because the truth is that that's their best version of themselves at that moment for whatever reason. I mean, we have no idea what goes on in a person's life to motivate them to behave the way they behave. I mean, their dog could have died. They could have a flat tire on the way to work. They could find out their mom's in the hospital. You know, they could be, you know, they got um, trouble from their boss. Like they've had a awful day. Mm -hmm. They had cold shower in the morning. Mm -hmm. There was no hot water. And then you showed up in front of them and it was just like, you know, perfect timing for them to just, you know, unleash whether, you you know, they, you know, you accidentally, you know, bumped them in line or it could be the simplest thing. And if we own that, we just took on that whole energy hit Mm -hmm. of, of that whole situation that had nothing to do with you. And now I'm walking away feeling angry, frustrated, Mm -hmm. you know, irritated. And now it's affecting my day, Mm -hmm. right? It's like this transference of negativity. Um, And I think that when we can think of it that way as well, we also can have a lot more compassion for people. Yeah. So when they aren't maybe doing their best, you know, when, when they aren't, you know, um, able to be, 
um, impeccable with their word Mm -hmm. that we can actually, you know, give them some grace and have some compassion to know that, you know what, they're human like me and they're not perfect like Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we don't always get it right. Mm -hmm. And that for whatever reason, this is what, this is what they're able to, to, to give Mm -hmm. that day at that moment. Right. Yeah. I think that, you know, you said it otherwise with, uh, you know, as example with my nephew and him throwing some of the concepts of this book back at me, which is awesome, is uh, there's absolutely no perfection in any of it. Mm-hmm. It's all practice and it's all, you know, what is gorgeous about it is when you start to actually take these concepts, this book, and you practice them in your life, you you don't ever want to go back. Mm-hmm. You're like, mm, man, I d- I'm not it's going freedom. back. It is freedom. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, total freedom. There's mm-hmm. such so much more peacefulness in a moment in a day you're not manipulated by emotions of other people right you're not manipulated by words of other people Mm -hmm. you know there's an autonomy and a freedom within that Mm -hmm. and uh, that's why i love recommending this book to people like if i if i really want to have a good relationship with somebody i'm like have you ever read the form agreements Mm -hmm. like no i'm like "Mm, uh yeah necessary (laughs) requirement (laughs) here's the audiobook yeah and it's so like I said, it's just, uh, it's such a simple book too. Like yeah. it's not like a 800 page book where it's like, Oh, you go through lots of yeah. research and it's, it's just truth. Right. Mm-hmm. So let's jump in. Okay. Let's jump into, uh, number three here. Sounds good. Don't make assumptions. What? Really? <laughs> what? I love this one. <laughs> Did I say that last time? This one is tough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I love them all. Love them all. Um, I love this one because this is like the ultimate conflict breaker. Okay. Like, I feel like this is the number one reason why we get conflict in relationship. Yes. There's, I'm going to bring up something later on that, that is a challenge for me around this one. Uh, but let's chat a little bit more first. I, um, I totally agree with you. Mm -hmm. I totally agree with you. Um, not making assumptions is definitely a peaceful, peaceful place, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, at the same time, it prompts clarifying questions. hundred percent. So I, I have to, to not make an assumption. I have to ask. Clarify. I have to clarify. I'm like, okay, let me understand this Mm -hmm. a little bit better. Let me. Are you saying this or this is what I heard? Is that right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Or you're not saying anything. Tell me what you're, tell me what you mean. Yes. Can you help me understand? Right. You know, because to not make the assumptions there needs to be a clarified mm-hmm. understanding so you don't right? right so you know the actual truth right because the assumption and just to to clarify that so everybody understands it's when we fill in the blanks right yeah. it's when we don't we know a certain amount of information and then we don't know the next piece of information and so we make a conclusion because maybe we see an outcome, so we make a conclusion about what that looks like. Yeah. So we fill in the blanks with our story, and the story is based on whatever we think. Well, I know that person. I know that they would. This is what they would do because yeah. I know their character, or you know, we we assume we know the tone of that email or that text message, or we assume that you know that person actually meant this, mm-hmm. even though they said it this way, mm-hmm. um, because our ego Mm -hmm. wants to have assurance wants to Mm -hmm. be in the right wants to know and so it's the dialogue that happens in our head yeah right and it's the stories it's the lies because it's not based on truth because we actually don't know right it it involves someone else so we really don't know 
unless we ask questions. Right. So what do you do if you're not getting a clarified answer? Mm-hmm. And what do you do? So you, you, you make, you're making an assumption. You're like, okay, I can't do this. I got to ask for clarification. And you're not getting an accountable version or you're not getting someone actually clarifying what it is that they were saying mm-hmm. you know what do you do with that that's I think the one of the, the hardest things for me about and again you just don't make the assumption but at the same time you make a decision based on mm-hmm. a lack of information well I think that also comes down to what we're talking about on other podcasts is intuition which um you know, if you have a sense of something, that's usually what intuition is. I feel something, mm-hmm. but there still needs to be clarity. Right. Yeah. Right. There still has to be question. And, you know, if a person's not truthful with you or not honest with you, I mean, that's part of, I guess, the learning process of putting our faith in people who maybe aren't being truthful with right. us. Right. Right. And, and yeah. if we have discernment and wisdom yeah. and, and boundaries with people yeah. ahead of time, we don't get into those positions, but we're all human. We've all been there. Yeah, yeah. We've all been like, ah, oh, like that person actually was lying to me. Yeah. Or in it, or in, in the sense, just not offering the information because we go and you go back to, we go back to being authentic and mm-hmm. true. We go back to being congruent and impeccable with your word and being right. And knowing who you are. Avoiding conflict. Right. Knowing, you know, knowing who, what your truth is, where you're coming Mm -hmm. from. And so a person sometimes doesn't have the capability to actually answer that. Right. Right. Because in the moment or the circumstance, whatever, they're like, I didn't think about what my truth Mm was. I didn't think about where I was coming from. So I think maybe a way around that would be Mm -hmm. saying, you know, I'm not feeling clarity when I ask you this question. So the assumption I'm making and actually declare your assumption. Yeah. Like this is, so I'm not getting clarity from you. So I'm assuming this is what it is. Right. Yeah. Rather than keeping it in your head, actually say, and if they say, well, no, no, that's not actually what I'm, what I'm meaning. Meaning, Yeah. Okay. Then help me understand. Right. Right. So I think you're right. It's, you know, when you're asking questions, you're not seeing the answers. So then be honest. Well, this is the assumption I'm going to make then. Yeah. Because if I can't understand it, um, I've got, you know, our, our humanness says I need to have conclusion. I need to, yeah. I want understanding. We always want to have understanding of what's happening. Well, and you know, in the, in the, you know, the result of that result of not getting anything clarified mm-hmm. is that we then have to make a decision based on the information we have. Mm-hmm. And if we don't have it all, we're going to be making a decision. You know, I mean, it comes from intuition, but it's like okay well uh based on what it is that i know and Mm i and i don't know i have Mm -hmm. to make a decision based on all this Mm -hmm. which is you know i I, it's not gonna be ideal Mm -hmm. right which is the the whole catch 22 hindsight's a wonderful thing right you know if i only knew now and i knew then yeah um because honestly that's all we can ever do we can make the best decisions we can with the information we have Mm -hmm. uh not the assumptions we've made but Mm -hmm. the information we had Um, and then we have to trust that Mm -hmm. because that's all we can do. And then if, you know, new information is revealed, uh, which, you know, I think the truth always conspires to come out. So at some level it will reveal. Um, and so, you know, then you can say, ah, all right, then I need to make a different choice. A different choice. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's not easy being a really great communicator. Mm. It's really not. I mean, I, I don't know how many times I think that to myself, I'm like, man, going into the circumstance and I'm going to have to pull out all the stops and the things that I know how to and mm-hmm. ground myself in, in the foundation of all of these concepts. It's like, 
and and then you're in conversation with people that don't know how to do it very well and you're like oh man how am I going to do this mm-hmm. right so but I mean holy man the the ab- ability to be again just living this book and living the concepts of the book really bring a peacefulness to life mm-hmm. so when we don't do these things there's no drama right when we don't make assumptions or when we ask the clarifying questions so that we don't make the assumptions it it helps to really decrease yeah the, the mind chatter oh man the anxiety the overanalyzing oh, everything. The, all the what ifs yeah we're a lot more present yeah. right it's yeah. not constantly thinking about all the conversations in the past oh, what did that mean and you know we're overanalyzing it and then we're thinking oh which how should i say this like yeah. we're just trying to be really mindful of like you know based on an assumption of how you know previous experiences happened yeah so it allows you to be much more in the moment yeah. and not so tied to, I got to figure this out and, you know, consciously trying to always fill in the blanks. So, you know, and this one really does dovetail with not taking it personally because yeah. they really do work hand in hand. Yeah, they do. Right. Like, you know, you know, it's being objective in, to the, the situation um, in not taking it personally, but then it's also being objective <laughs> to your own mind right. and yes. not engaging into all the conversation, right? Yeah. So it's a practice for sure. Yeah, and what does he say? He's, I mean, we just read that out, but what he's, he says something about the freedom really comes from actually not uh, making assumptions with yourself, mm-hmm. you know, so to not even so much not making assumptions with other people mm-hmm. but clarify with yourself over and over and over again right. you know don't let things be as soon as we stop asking questions we're making assumptions right yeah <laughs> there's there's this imagination that just runs with it yes and uh, it can be for or against us and i prefer the imagination to be for mm-hmm. us right you know right to to not be against us use that wisely and it, it's a powerful trait mm-hmm. for sure right think of how I mean, our minds can be, yeah, absolutely used against us, but it also is such a powerful tube for us, right? right? To be able to create and imagine and yeah. dream about the things that we want to have in our lives and then attract it. Yeah, it shows up, you know, exactly. and, and that's the thing. I mean, you make the assumptions within your imagination mm-hmm. um, from a positive perspective and from, uh, you know, a desire uh, inspired desire mm-hmm. perspective mm-hmm. and next thing you know it shows up I mean that's, that's going right. to be a fun conversation to continue to yes. have but I think in terms of the amount of time that we have right now yeah. let's actually get on to number four so number four always do your best mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of a misunderstood statement I think meaning uh, it's not about perfectionism mm-hmm. it's not about uh, you know self-judgment if if in the moment it wasn't good you, it wasn't yeah, perfect failed, yeah whatever yeah, whatever felt right like it was a failure or you didn't show up the way you wanted to yeah yeah exactly so uh what i love about it is that when you when i practice always do your best i mean don miguel ruiz don miguel ruiz in mm-hmm. in the book talks about it being keep in mind and, and be considerate that your best is ever flowing and ever changing in every moment you're mm-hmm. you're going to be your best in the morning is different than in the evening right when you're emotional when you're not as emotional mm-hmm. that kind of thing so and it's actually something that is has given me relief a lot in my life I'm like uh, it, it really releases me of past self-judgment of mm-hmm. me 
because I'm like, man, no, I really, there was no other possibility mm-hmm. in that moment, in that circumstance, in that scenario that I could have done any better. Right. And it relieves me of self-judgment. Mm-hmm. Completely, simply 100%. done. Right. You know, and that it's interesting because I, I know the concept, it's cliche, no regrets, um, <laughs> which I, I want to explain because I have a problem with that statement um, only because I think that naturally in where we are in our lives, we should look back in our life and think, ah, you know, if I could do it again, I'd do it differently mm-hmm. because you're not the same human right. now than you were then. Right. So I think it's only natural and healthy that we look back and you're like, yeah, I kind of regret that. But to say to not have regret is also that grace that you're talking mm-hmm. about is saying, but I still know that was my best then. Right. Yeah. That that even though now in the awareness I have, I would do it differently. Yeah. I also know that that was the best way yeah. I could show up exactly. for whatever reason, for the support I had, the knowledge I had, the finances yeah. I had, the yeah. situation I was in, you know, the people around me, whatever that was, mm-hmm. that was the best I could do. Yeah. Because then we can give ourselves grace and compassion and forgiveness, right? But I still think that term of like no regrets, like it's almost like a carefree, oh, I don't care when truth is we do care. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, I think we should look at our lives and think, man, I wouldn't do the same choices now I did when I was 21, right? Um, But that's wisdom. That's growth. That means I've changed. If I would do the exact same thing now as I would, you know, 20 years ago, then I haven't learned a bloody thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. You know, I think it also, if you think about it from the perspective, well, it has helped me really, truly forgive a lot of people in scenarios too. Mm -hmm. It's like not even my own personal regrets, but grace is is given because I can see that that person in that moment in that scenario Mm -hmm. did their best. Whether they do or not, Mm -hmm. I can see it. Um, so it it allows an opportunity of compassion and, and empathy and consideration and yes. grace in those moments too. I mean, I'll bring it up and say, hey, you know, this is, right. I've watched you do your best in this moment and mm-hmm. here's a new moment, right? Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's a, it's a gifted, well, and like he says, to the only the only way the other three agreements in the book actually be, become ingrained habits mm-hmm. um, and practices in your life is mm-hmm. if you practice this one mm-hmm. because you're not going to be perfect at one two or three you yes. know I'm not mm-hmm. for sure but at the same time in every single moment yes in you. every single moment of practice I am doing my best mm-hmm. you right? have an opportunity yeah. and that situation will depend on how much sleep you've had <laughs> right and you know how you're feeling and yeah. the weather and yeah. there's so much that can influence how we show up to something yeah um you know, and I think grace is, is one of the the most amazing gifts that we give ourselves, that we give each other, that God gives us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not because we deserve it. Mm-hmm. It's because that w- our humanness dictates that w- we just need to be present with who we are. Mm-hmm. And that um, grace is like that space of compassion. And that's what connects us. That's mm-hmm. what makes us... Um, part of community Mm -hmm. right is when we can give grace to things where it's like yeah now it's not to say that you know a person who's maybe not able to do their best you know we all individually want to strive to do our best which means we're going to improve yeah you know we're not going to continue those behaviors and those patterns that 
that um, are keeping us stuck or right. breaking relationships or hurting people. Um, but that's the ownership. Yeah. Right. So we can have compassion and grace um, continually knowing that a person's there, but it's also not an excuse for staying there. Exactly. Either. 100%. Yeah. I know that's, I mean, there's lots more that comes from, from having this opportunity to, to give grace and, and not, ex- and, and just recognize that somebody's doing their best in the moment, but there's always room for improvement. Yes. You know, yes. and, and then, it, you know, as, as a person's clarifying things, not making assumptions, mm-hmm. not taking it personally. And, mm-hmm. and what was the first one? impeccable with your word oh impeccable with your word (laughs) (laughs) then you know in those moments there's an opportunity for growth Mm -hmm. right so um and honestly I think that's one thing that I've just loved so much about this book and the teachings I mean I've read every single book I wrote the uh, Mm -hmm. I read the the, uh, fifth agreement the mastery of love Mm -hmm. um I even read you know Don Miguel Ruiz's juniors Mm -hmm. book um and met Don Miguel Ruiz at one point but the practicing of the information Mm -hmm. is the biggest gift Mm -hmm. it really is and it massively transforms us as individuals and massively Mm -hmm. transforms the dream of this illusion Mm -hmm. that we live in you know so yeah and our existence on this earth right right i mean if we're truly walking on that path which i think er all of us have you know, it's a purpose to have this experience, but to grow in it. Right. We're never meant to be stagnant. No. And if we're continually working on these things and being more conscious, we are naturally going to be contributing and leaving this world in a better place than we entered it. Yeah. And, and I'll say this and it's, I'm, you know, I'm selfish in this way. I call it self in this way. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to participate for anyone else. I'm here to participate for myself. And then when I leave, I get to, I get to, I get to know that I actually contributed to the experience of mm-hmm. mine and, and it overflows, mm-hmm. you know, it's, a, it's like the, the overflow is that it contributes to the planet and other people. Mm-hmm. And it's the side effect. I mean, it's a side effect. Yeah. I think looking at purpose as a purpose, like, Oh, I got to have a purpose. Mm-hmm. I'm referring to that when we live authentically and mm-hmm. we're coming and showing up and doing our best and, you know, continuing to seek and grow and, you know, work in this practice, mm-hmm. we are naturally going to influence our world yeah. because we can't not because we're right. in community. Right. Um, and so Positively. as if we had a world where we were all doing that. I know. Can you imagine? Could you imagine? I can't imagine. The evolution and the yes. the shifting and like the I love know. and the peace, like just it would be like mind blowing. Yeah, we can right? imagine it. We can. Yes, we can make the <laughs> assumption. We can make that positive assumption That's right. that we have all the capability to do it. So, I, you know, this is such a, I mean, it doesn't matter how old you are. Nope. Um, it's applicable at every age. Yeah, it is. Children, you know, teenagers, yeah. um, young adults, married, single, yeah. you know, elderly, it doesn't matter. Yeah. We all can learn from this. We can all, because we're all in relationship. And yeah. if we're in relationship, these apply. Absolutely. So, and we're in relationship with ourselves, so we can't escape that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the number one relationship that is necessary to cultivate, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, thanks for sharing. Yeah. No, awesome. likewise. Love this has this been book. amazing. If yeah. If you haven't picked it up, oh. make sure you uh, look for the four agreements. Yeah. And uh, just makes the world a better place if mm-hmm. everybody gets a hand on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we'll Thank you. talk to you again soon. <laughs>